Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overplayed by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Martin Lee, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Ferrari just revealed the SF23, the car they hope to challenge for a world championship or two this year at the Fiorano Circuit, their own private racetrack owned by Ferrari, close to the town of Maranello, where they're based. They built a grandstand for the fans. They had the drivers in their race suits. They had engineers on standby. And after revealing the car, they took it to the track for some hot laps. Well, semi-hot laps. It was a really different launch to what we've seen recently with the so-called season launches or the livery launches, the digital launches. This was very much, here's the car, let's get it fired up. There were some interesting aero tweaks like the front wing, which did resemble the front wing that Mercedes brought to Austin, which they weren't banned from running. There's a distinction. They, they chose not to run it because they didn't want to be protested. So the, the FIA never actually banned it, but there's been a change of the rules this year. Well, actually, the removal of a sentence, and a particularly a word about how the front wing was primarily designed, and that has allowed them to bring some innovative solutions. Also, a complete change of suspension as well, some tweaks for aero further down the car. So, we sent our man Roberto Kinkaro from motorsport.com Italia to Fiorano today to talk to the drivers, to the new team boss, Frederick Vasseur, and to have a look at the car in action. And I caught up with him for our YouTube channel and here is our chat. First of all, I asked him what he thought of the SF23. Martin, first of all, is real. <laughs> and that's good news. Considering that we have seen old car with the new library, a digital picture and fake cars, the chance to, to see a new car is news now. About SF23, I think Fred Vasseur used the right words. Uh, evolution and not revolution. And I think it's normal. 2022 season... Uh, confirmed that uh, Ferrari was on the right path, but the package was not complete. Uh, and now the target is, uh, uh, is this new car, is to solve the critical point of last year. Uh, 
That means reability, that means power unit, that means tire management, and a consistent program of uh, upgrade during the season. Uh, so I'm not surprised, honestly, to see a car that uh, the first contact is not too, too much different uh, uh, than last year one. Uh, Ferrari SF23 has more downforce than what we know. Um, already now, compared to the last step of uh, F165, uh, 75, and despite the limit of, uh, the, of the new rules. So I think the, um, it's quite optimistic Ferrari, and I think that uh, there are all the motivation, as the drivers and Vasseur said, to think that Ferrari will be a title contender. You are there. They've got fans. They've got a grandstand. They've produced it with a brilliant live stream. The car's on track. This was a proper car launch. And we don't have favourites here at Autosport. We report on the news. But I've got to say, it's coming really close to this being my favourite car launch I've seen. Not just this year. It was brilliant to watch. What's it like for you being there? I think it was fantastic. What's a, the question is... Why in Ferrari did not use this location in the last years, the years before? Because this is where Ferrari is working every day. And this fantastic, honestly, it's unique because you have the, the, the car factory, you have a Michael Schumacher, I'm very close to Michael Schumacher Square and Enzo Ferrari hold house where he, that he used just for watching the, the, the test in Fiorano. The track is here. So it's a, a mix of... Uh, old atmosphere, old time atmosphere, and new cars. We appreciate a lot. Uh, I did not remember personally a launch of a car where the first picture was the car on track. And uh, everybody appreciated that. Uh, I think also the drivers, because they talked after the, the test, of course, just three, four laps, but enough for a check with the car was okay. And uh, tomorrow here in Fiorano, the car will be already on track and uh, for, a, for a filming day. So tomorrow they have, I think, 100 kilometers, 50 each, and will be some little bit more similar to a real test. So it seems that they've bolted on some parts that they're not trying to hide too much at this stage of the season. It, the internet kind of broke a little bit when we saw that front wing, those suspension changes, some aero changes as well. They're not just repainting last year's car. This is a proper car launch, and now it's already on track. But can you tell us a little bit more detail about what's so innovative about the front wing, how that leads on to the uh, suspension and the, the aero further back as well. The front wing is the part that has uh, a slot gap separators, very similar to once Mercedes and before set to remove last year. And uh, so, so why, why Ferrari is uh, trying to provocate a little bit FIA or other people, I don't know, other teams. Um, I suspect they, they had... Uh, uh, some conversation with FIA and probably FIA in the end they authorized this, that solution because if not uh, should be surprised for us to see something similar that is not forbidden is not consent by FIA I think that the front suspension modify I think are very uh, close to uh, the problem the problem there is that the car last year the separation in the second part of the season uh, did not manage very well the tires, so they need to, to, to modify a little bit the, the geometry of the suspension is one of the of the targets that Ferrari has this year. Remember, one is, uh, of course, the, the, the power unit reliability, but also the tires management is one of the topics, and Fred Fraser underlined a lot of this. So I think 
think there are a lot of small but important uh, uh, news inside the car, uh, something that we cannot see. I think the car is lighter. There was, uh, uh, in terms of uh, weight reduction, a program during the in the last months in, uh, in Maranello, so I'm expecting the car will be lighter than last year. And um, then we'll see in Bahrain what, 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 we'll, what, what we'll see. I'm expecting the, not a very different car of this one. Well, this car in many ways has a lot of Mattia Bonotto in it, but the team principal at Ferrari is Frederick Vasseur. You've spoken to him today. What are his objectives for the team and how do you think he'll deal with the pressure that is Ferrari? I think he's the right man in the right place. Um, he's not a young guy. He has a long experience in motorsport, not only in Formula One, in uh, in a different context. I think this helps. And, uh, you know, he's not a man that uh, is Ferrari or nothing. He has uh, a lot of uh, other... Uh, program that he can run outside Ferrari. is uh, a man that comes from the base, that built his success step by step, starting from the junior categories, building a team that uh, did not exist just with his job. And uh, I don't think he is looking for visibility. He's looking for his kind of uh, personal success. And I, I don't think, I, honestly, I was watching him today. He doesn't look under pressure. I think that is the secret. He knows what means to be seat, to stay in that seat in Ferrari. Uh, everybody knows, but I think Fred, in particular, knows what means. He thinks a lot before saying yes to Ferrari. So I think he's uh, he knows what to expect from from this new professional adventure. So. I'm very optimistic about the possibility that he will guarantee an additional value to the team, probably the last step that the team needs to come back on top, definitely. An unchanged driver lineup this year. You could argue one of the strongest, some would say the strongest driver pairing when you put the two drivers together, although Hamilton and Russell, also a good pairing. But Charles and Carlos, just a brilliant driver combination together. What do you think they've got to do this year to bring a title back to Monaco? Uh, I know that you ask me, they are going to fight or not. <laughs> I, if, I was, <laughs> if I was Fred, I was hoping to have this problem because when the car is slow, normally the relationship between drivers are very good because they are trying to push together in order to consent the, the team to improve. But when the car is competitive, that start to be, the atmosphere in the, in the box start to be more electric, you know, the relationship. I remember Lewis and Nico Rosberg were best friends in 2013 they, because the car was not fighting for the championship. Then in 2014, they start the war in the box because they, they, they knew they have the car for, for the championship. So I, I hope that we have this problem for Ferrari at the moment because it means that the car will be, will be good. But um, in terms of, um, I think Fred, as I said before, he has a very long, not very long experience in Formula One, but very long experience in terms of uh, drivers. I think he, he personally worked with probably 50-60% of the drivers that actually are on the F1 grid in the junior categories, of course. So he knows how to approach the guys, he knows how to manage the guys. I'm optimistic that this is this will not be a problem for Ferrari. And uh, 
If it will be, it means that the car will be very, very fast. Probably it's very dominating. Uh, so from one side, you can say, oh, there is a problem. From the other side, you know that you don't have a lot of other kind of problems. Well, Ferrari's title challenge last year, undone at times by both reliability and strategy on the pit wall. Did you raise that subject today? What are Ferrari going to do about making sure that they eliminate those problems? But I think uh, reliability uh, was one of the topics from last summer. Uh, everybody knew in Maranello that was, uh, uh, that was a problem. They reduced a little bit the power last year in order to, to, to have a, a, a decent uh, mileage. But this year I'm expecting uh, um, a very good response from the power unit because they have they had time at the moment they use it on the dyno and uh, the, the results were, were very good. So I'm expecting the power, for, the power will be increased because finally if the, the, the power unit has a good reliability, you can... Uh, you can fix the, the, the power that originally had this engine. Uh, about the, the, the strategy, Fred Vasseur said that uh, uh, it's, not all, it's, it's not sure it's a question of men. It can be softer, uh, it can be uh, the architecture of the team that is working on, on this topic. So he wants to understand, first of all, uh, he doesn't want to fire anyone, just first of all is to understand. I think they are being they are going to simplify a little bit the, the, the chain that uh, all this process has in the past probably was uh, too much complicated, too much people was talking on the radio at the same time, and that's create a little bit of confusion in the key moment of the race. So um, probably uh, after Bahrain will be more clear what if they modi- what they have done on this, on this topic, but uh, it's one year that they know they have this problem. So I'm expecting they found a solution. Before you go, final question: What kind of season do you think Ferrari has ahead of them? Uh, they, they, they had only one target. They, they must be title contender. Uh, hopefully, until the last race, that is the target. Uh, if you finish second last year, you you can only try to to win the championship. It's time. Uh, of course, I'm expecting a very, very strong Red Bull. Everybody knows that Red Bull will be the favorite of, at the start of the season. But at the same time, I think that Ferrari has everything to try to contend this, this championship until the last race. I don't see any you know, critical point in the past. We said, oh, the gap was good. Oh, the engine compared to Mercedes is not so strong. This year, the package look, looks good. They just need to, to, to fix uh, three, four areas. But as we said, they knew at least in the last nine months the kind of problem they have. So they had time. To, to try to fix this problem. I should be surprised if Ferrari will be not a title contender. Of course, I, uh, it's not easy to beat Red Bull. Probably Mercedes will be part of the game, but I'm not expecting that Ferrari, like last year, that uh, did not win any races in the second part of the season. Well, thank you, Roberto. Thank you for listening to the podcast today as well. Hopefully you're liking our launch series of podcasts here on the Autosport channel. Uh, We will be next covering Mercedes as they launch their next challenger. Uh, That'll be our next podcast. And you can follow all of these. If you want to watch the videos that I'm making with our video team, you can do that. Uh, Just have a look for Autosport on YouTube and that'll be on there. 
Uh, plus, we're running much of the audio here on the podcast channel as well, particularly the interviews and things uh, that we are doing with the editors from Autosport and Motorsport.com as well. So some of that some of that content is kind of doubled up, if you like, but I'll always let you know uh, if it's something special for podcast or whether we're using some of that YouTube audio, just in case you have seen it. Thank you for listening to the pod today, and we'll see you on the next one. Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.